0: You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast hosted by Joe Hunter
1: on The Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I love those smelly markers they have. Um, I don't know if they're real or not. My favorite flavor, is that what it is, smell of a marker, is the middle school hallway. Yeah, it smells like axe. Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? A lot of axe. (laughs) Anyway, but what a surprise happened when this middle school teacher... Uh, was playing a requested song. Apparently that's a thing in the class. You, you wanna hear that you want to hear this? You, maybe you make an A or something, you make a perfect score on a test, you get the that's what I do, you get to request a song. And a phenomenal thing happened. Middle schoolers, somewhere in this country.
0: Why this song? This as loud as it gets, so you
1: guys have to be quiet.
0: I'm so confused I don't know, it was requested focus through the morning fog the cup of joe morning show on the sound of life
1: so we got the big game coming up it's not the big not called the big game you know what it's called the professional game between the afc and the nfc the super bowl so we got to get in touch with joe here the all-knowing joe find out why is it called
0: the super bowl it's an interesting story do you know that that last game of the year between the afc and the nfc was almost called the big one. I kid you not. You see, the NFL has been around since 1920, but the AFL came along much later. And eventually, the NFL commissioner, Pete Rozelle, he wanted to have a big game at the end of the year with the NFL taking on the upstart AFL. Now, they ended up merging in 1970 to become the NFL altogether. But in 1967, they had the first big game, the AFL taking on the NFL. The NFL won the Green Bay Packers, the kansas city chiefs lost but that was the first game they didn't call it the super bowl at the time they literally called it the afl nfl world championship game retroactively we call it the super bowl super bowl one but where did that name come from many think because the ncaa has all these bowl games it made sense that this would be bigger better professional the super bowl that's not where it came from it turns out pete rosell wanted to call it the big one but the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, Lamar Hunt, well, he saw his kids playing with something by Whammo That something was called the Super Bowl. I kid you not, the ball that would bounce and bounce and keep on bouncing. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl Look, it's almost alive. Turned into bounces, the Super Bowl. Bounces, keeps. Now if you think I'm making it up in Canton, Ohio, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, there's literally a Whammo Super Bowl there. Your morning dose of encouragement, the Cup of Joe morning show on the sound of life.
1: I thank God for people who see a need. You know, it doesn't always have to be as dramatic as crossover cups in the Dominican Republic. I mean, Jaden Smith made a restaurant on wheels, actually. That's so he could travel to the homeless where they eat. And, and he has a food truck. It's called I Love You. That's pretty cool. It offers free vegan food to people who are experiencing homelessness, especially in the Skid Row community of Los Angeles and Harlem neighborhood of New York City. But he also tries to reach as many people in need. The goal is not to nourish vulnerable populations with healthy food. The goal is to not only nourish vulnerable populations with healthy food, but also with compassionate staff. Wow, who can lend A listening ear.
0: The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He's really quite a chatterbox. The Sound of Life.
1: Some days you just don't feel all that blessed, right? I guess. I know. I'm looking at the beautiful sunrise. I'm thinking, okay, days are getting longer. It's an exciting time. I think God knew it would be that way. You know, when He kind of designed it out there. Think about that. Sometimes when you in your prayer life and you're praying for God to move in a certain way and you, you look and sometimes it just seems like it takes so long for it to get a little bit warmer and then here comes uh, daffodils and then, you know and then and then next thing you know it's just full blown summer bugs everywhere and all this and I've often thought and people have often said it's God's timing is not in a rush at all right things happen the way they happen it's really pretty cool. And somebody said something pretty interesting. I think it was somebody important. He said, You know, there's nothing to indicate in a caterpillar that there's a that there's a beautiful butterfly there. Nothing. What does that have to do with the, the Cup of Joe morning show with Joe Hunter? Uh word of warning, he's a morning person. Aww. Well, bring in 62-year-old Oklahomian, um, Toby Keith. I was shocked when I found out that he died because I did not know I haven't kept up with country music in a while. But uh, he, I guess for about three years, he had cancer, you know, and um, it was on February the 5th. There he was, and uh, he's a professing Christian. He's written some amazing songs, unapologetically uh, patriotic. Is what he's known for. But I was just listening to this, and I thought, is he talking about a church or a bar? You decide. We got winners, we got losers, chain smokers and boozers. Man, we got yuppies and we got backers.
0: We got thirsty hitchhikers and a girl. Sublime movie star. Mm-hmm.
1: I love this book. Church or bar? Wow. Is something? Waking up with a cup of joe. I
0: can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The
1: sound of life. Well, in the New Covenant, see if you go through the blood of Jesus, I believe you're in the New Covenant. Extraordinary. Where the New Covenant elevates your spiritual connection with God beyond the dreams of Old Testament heroes. In Christ, you experience what they only longed for. In the letter to the Hebrews, in that church era, coming across the street from the synagogue into the Jesus Church, the writer said Hebrews chapter 11. All and all these things, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised since God had provided something better for us. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I said I love Jewish uh, testimonies, Absolutely. This man's going on about his testimonies. He's raised Jewish in the Bronx. His wife and stuff, a lot of anti-Semitism coming up and stuff. And he kind of got away and uh, got into some strange things. Learning martial arts and stuff. But uh, he got married and took an unlikely honeymoon to Israel. He said, just to show you how exciting I thought that was going to be, I had planned another week of vacation in Greece because <laughs> I didn't think that that's not going to be much. But that's where he met Jesus. He met Jesus there, I think, on the Mount of Transfiguration. I mean, he, he's telling the story. It's incredible. And so he uh, is, he said, who, who would have ever thought we come back, my wife and I, we come back from Israel. We're, we're saved. We're born again. He gets a hold of the New Testament. And these are the testimonies that are very exciting. When a, a person that's raised Jewish, through and through, and then gets a hold of the New Testament.
2: <laughs> but then I turned over this New Testament expecting to see something really ch- Christian, something hardcore Gentile, and said, this is the genealogy of, of Yeshua the Messiah, the son of Abraham. I'm like, what, I'm in shock. The son of David, I'm in shock. I'm reading this genealogy and it's purely a Jewish genealogy. I get into other, other parts of the gospel and I see he's circumcised on the eighth day like me. His mother goes through purification rites, Tohar, like my mom. He has a pinion, been and dedicated, like I was. Man, I can't believe it. So to this day, when they say to me, you know, Rabbi Greg, Jesus was Jewish, I'm like, what's with the past tense? It doesn't matter, but that's a fact. And the crazy thing is, I was secular, right? How did Jesus, the head of the church, bring me back to my Judaism? So if you believe in Yeshua, you don't become less Jewish, you kind of become more Jewish. Jesus never gave up being Jewish. He was born a Jew. He was raised a Jew. He was Torah observant. He died a Jew. He was buried a Jew. He rose a Jew. He ascended a Jew and he's coming back as a Jew. I never look back. I'm so thankful for what God has done for me. I feel so free. I feel so alive more than I've ever felt. And you get to a place, man, when you meet Yeshua, where he becomes enough. And I'm here to tell you, if God isn't enough, nothing will be enough. You'll search and search and search the world over. You'll go from one high to the next. You'll go from one thing to the next. But when you meet him,